7.02 Afternoons with Rilebogile Mabuja Live, online, smartphones, the 7.02 app, DSTV channel 856, 92.7 and 106FM. So if you could go back in your career and fix your mistakes, what would some of them be and why? A gentleman by the name of Kandanim Sibi on X posted the following and uh, truthfully we wanted to have this conversation uh, sometime last week and um, if you did see we shared on Facebook we ended up not I can't remember what ended up happening that day that we did not but it's such an important conversation because looking at the comments that uh, people were sharing it makes me realize yo um, um, there are some lessons we can learn there are some career mistakes that people have made that might be contradictory to the advice that is given, especially because times are changing and there are a couple that uh, individuals have been sharing. But let me start with Kandani's credit to him for this conversation, who says, if I went back in time to fix my career mistakes, it would be the following. Number one, I would not miss any braai or lunch with the boss and or colleagues that is where decisions about you are made now we don't know i don't know what industry kandani um is in okay actually i can literally just look biotechnology is the space that he is in and obviously um this does not apply to everybody but i had to think about that but saying not missing any bri or lunch with the boss or colleague because that's where decisions about you are made Number two, I would not rely on my technical skills only. Corporate politics are more important. Are you somebody in corporate who can, you know, share with us what that means, the corporate politics? As in, does that mean knowing what the conversations are in corridors? Does it mean playing the corporate game? What does that mean? To say technical skills only are not enough playing, uh, you know, corporate politics being more important. What is your understanding of that? Number three, I wouldn't compete openly with an heir my boss has chosen. So if you know that your boss has chosen somebody as, you know, to be their successor, whatever the case may be. So I would not compete openly with an heir my boss has chosen. I would align with him. And I think um, that is a, a definite interesting perspective to have because it might be seen as a lose-lose situation. And maybe that way, when you align, is there still room for you in a new realm? But let me know about that. And number four, he says, I would agree to play golf. Start early because playing golf with your boss is the ultimate form of Networking. So I guess on the 702 presenters, Clement Magnatella's got that one hands down. Um, I have heard about golf being the ultimate form of networking. Does that apply in your industry? Is it something you can connect with? Are you somebody who started playing golf mid-career and realized, yo, the things that I learned, the people that I met, I'm in sales and I was able to have specific contacts or I was able to switch jobs and increase my salary sooner because of those networking spaces. And we do know those sayings that say it's not about 
what you know. It's about who you know. There's a gentleman I saw who was talking about having applied for so many jobs. And then when he did get a job, it was only because the person knew him from somewhere before. But he just struggles to get a job when you have somebody there that's able to put in a word for you or somebody in a position of power or influence. That's how they got that job. And maybe you are somebody who says, I gave someone my CV and said, you know, put me, put me in and it worked. So what are some of those um, thoughts that Kandani is sharing? Not missing any braai or lunch with the boss or colleagues. Not relying only on technical skills. Corporate politics are more important. Not openly competing with an heir that the boss have chosen. And agreeing to play golf and starting early because you're um, playing golf with your boss is the ultimate form of networking. I'd love to hear your thoughts on that. And some of the comments that are coming through are quite interesting, with which I'll share more of them that also were shared on um, the 702 page. And you can head over and um, see what everybody else is saying, as in on Facebook. And I find it very interesting, the lessons that we've learned. And I I think my one, and this, this is very tailor-made to myself. Now, when I finished school, I was working and finishing matric at the same time. And then immediately after, I mean, I... I only got my results, I think, mid-year after writing supplementary exam time. And I had a conversation with my father who was like, okay, you need to decide what you're going to study. And at the time, I opted to go for an LLB. Um, and I felt that I was really passionate just about the fact that artists and creatives in the industry that I'm in today we don't have information and we don't necessarily have fair representation. And I decided to go in for an LLB and I did it via UNISA. I did the first year and halfway into my second year, I just started getting so busy with work. And then you go from like dropping one module to be like, okay, I'll do this module later. I'll do this module. And then it just was like, clearly I'm not going to go back. And, um, I guess I'll just have to make enough money to pay for a lawyer instead of becoming one. Now, the lesson for me is that I wished, I wished that I had not put that much energy into the LLB at that time and put more energy into building my career faster. And I'll tell you why I say that because I was not meant to be a lawyer. <laughs> I was not meant to be a lawyer. And again, there's no such thing as a waste when it comes to education. I learned a lot. I have a huge respect for what law students have to go through with the amount of reading. And I have a very keen interest in all matters that are legal. But the reason I would have done it differently is because I was never going to use an LLB and that money could have gone towards something else. So what I started to do with my career is that I decided to study things when I needed them. So when I became a director for a board, a non-executive director, I then went to go and study, you know, being a director and understanding all of the different things I needed to. When I was an acting chairperson, I went to go and study doing that. 
when I was doing certain things in the music industry, I went and studied doing that. So I then pick up things as and when I feel I need them. Also, I'm like, okay, you're going to have to work hard enough to pay someone to do these things. But that is very tailor-made for me and my career that my trajectory goes a lot faster when I'm working and I take on the things I need to study depending on how my career is moving. So that's one, but I'd love to hear yours. So give us a call. 11 SMS us 31702. Tweet at the M at Radio 702 using the hashtag 702 Afternoons and the WhatsApp line 072 702 Afternoons. With All right, we've got some of your messages coming through. One message on the WhatsApp line says, Hi, 702. This is Vaynant from Florida. My first mistake in my career is I worked too long for a boss. I should have left way before the time and started something for myself. I repair motor vehicle bumpers for a living. And the second thing, as I should have started learning woodwork a lot sooner. You know what I love about your message, Vainant, is there are those things you realize you should have learned sooner because it could have just done wonders for your career. There's some things, services, that we are paying for that we could have learned to do ourselves, right? And your voice notes are coming through as well. Hi, Rebugile and the 702 listeners. Yo, Rebugile, I'm turning 50 this year. The one thing I regret is not pursuing my dream career. I was meant to be a lab technician um, in the industry and in the hospital. I circled for something less and keep kept procrastinating to move on and up to today i didn't get to where i am and i regret because i really loved my job and i settled for less due to um, circumstances beyond my control but i think i could have done better thank you for letting us pour out and heal through talking to 702 thank you Thank you. I really appreciate that. It's a tough one. Um, there are many people who have met, you know, even on this show, who say, oh, you know, I turned 40 or after my dad died, I decided to follow um, my passion and do the things that I love. That, that is my wish for everybody, that you find what you love as soon as possible and get to live your passion. Like, yes, I agree. We've got bills to pay and there are many considerations. But can you imagine how fulfilling your life can be doing the thing that you love? And then it works out, even with the finances. It genuinely works out. I I still hope my career works out because I love what I do. <laughs> and I still feel like I've got... How many, 25 years plus, 30 years plus still doing the different things that I'm doing. But I, I never ever want to know what that feeling is of regretting not doing something that I, I love. And it's a work in progress, I must say. More of your voice notes. Hi, I agree with every single point. I used to work in corporate in uh, consulting engineering company and everything that was listed was true to form in order to advance one's career in that space i can attest to that the only thing that i will also add is be helpful volunteer for things 
that have nothing to do with your job scope like if there are committees in the company you know you need to be involved in company events become part of the organizing committee then different people in the company get to get to know you Mm. and all those networking teas and whatever don't be like oh i've got work to do that go and mingle with other heads of other departments and get to know them yeah no corporate is a skill it's a game you need to know how to play the game lucy randberg thank you so much lucy I agree with you. And, you know, as you were speaking, I realized it's not just corporate. I think it's all industries. So something I did when I was starting out in television production specifically is I took the time because I would get bored easily being a production assistant. And back then we're doing things. Some of the things that I had to do my job in, in my job spec were like very tedious. So I'd have to go into the semi-basement where they had certain tapes. I think they were called DV cam tapes. And I had to recycle the tapes. And what it meant is rubbing alcohol on the labels, taking off the labels, putting on fresh labels and repacking them so that we had recycled tapes to work with for recordings. And because I started to get bored, I started asking to see what other people do. So because I did not understand going into it, I did not go to school for it. I would spend time with the cameraman and be like, please explain to me what this does. Can I try and operate this camera? Or can I please see what the sound person does? And I would go into the booth and see. Or I'd say, um, I know you write the script. Can I watch you write? Or I know you do translations. And because I did that, I started to pick up other skills, literally. And then on days where then I was deciding to leave the company, I had picked up things like how to write how to, you know, um, operate an auto cue or teleprompter, how to do certain things. And that's how I was able to start freelancing. But many of the people that were with me only knew one thing. I would say if you are young and you're going into any industry or company, go and find out what everybody does. Go and actually spend time. It also gives you a different kind of appreciation for the kind of work that they do. Let's go to the lines. Ace from South Hills. How's it? Yeah, how are you? Good, thanks, and you? I'm great. Oh, the topic that you're having right now, it is so, so talking to me. Mm. Why do I say that? Uh, I currently do have an eight to what? To four o'clock job. It pays me pretty well. Very, very well. But the thing, that is not what I like, uh, Mm. I like the rate and and stuff. So Saturday and Sunday, I I do volunteer on uh, the community radio station. No pay, nothing Saturday and Sunday. I do about um, three hours Saturday, three hours on Sunday doing uh, the radio thing. Because of what I like, I don't get paid even a friend. But on the day when I'm going, when I'm going to do the, my radio show, I feel like so complete, so fulfilled. Even now, I do not get uh, remunerated. Unfortunately, one has to pay the bills, so I'm stuck with my uh, eight to four, uh, uh, four o'clock job. Like I said, it pays me pretty well, but... That's not what I want. That's not what I want. I wish I, I decided to pay to the radio thing earlier and then decided this is what I, 
makes me complete and go with it at level three. Oh man, I absolutely love that Ace. I also know somebody who works in corporate during the, the week and uh, volunteers and they even um, get to do song select. Do you know how much they love going there? Just exactly like what you're saying. And I absolutely exactly. love that for you because... Yes, yes. In the morning, when I get up in the morning on Saturday, I feel a complete different person. Ah. <laughs> because I know I'll be doing something that's coming from the heart. Yes. Fine, there no, no remuneration, financial remuneration, but that's not important right now. What I want is a fulfillment, and that's what I'm, I'm getting. Ah, man. I am so, so happy for you, Ace, and thank you so much uh, for sharing that. It is difficult. Not not everybody's going to find themselves exactly where they wish they could be in their careers and be doing what they love. A WhatsApp message says, Lebo, one of my biggest mistakes was being too proud. At the age of 22... I was appointed as a junior lecturer in one of the biggest universities. And instead of continuing with my studies, I chose to solely focus on my work. I only worked there two years, then went to corporate because I didn't have the necessary qualification. Now I just turned 30 and I'm continuing with studies so that I can go back to lecturing as that is where my passion is at. And what's beautiful about what you've said is it goes to show that it genuinely is never too late to go back. Uh, Omps says, Ke Omps, umpile. Omps, I'm assuming Ke umpile. Says, wish I had changed jobs more often. Be more intentional around career growth. And also, never stopped studying. Many people saying never stop studying. And I know um, those from a certain era that we refer to usually as baby boomers, that generation are the ones who, you know, are getting long service awards for 30 years in the same company. Millennials and those that are younger change jobs quicker so that they can grow their careers um, at a faster pace. You get offered more money sooner as opposed to, okay, there's a 4% increase, there's a 3% increase, there's a 15% um, increase, uh, but let me know on those experiences. Uh, I see more of your WhatsApp messages and voice notes and your Facebook ones as well. We'll come back to you just after the news. Spend your afternoon with Relevo Gilema Bota on 702. Let's walk the talk. 26 minutes to 2 o'clock. We're talking about those career mistakes. If you could go back and fix them, what would they be and why? We take your calls on 011-883-0702 in the WhatsApp line 072-702-1702. Some of uh, the WhatsApp, um, sorry, rather Facebook messages that came through. Loazi says, trusting easily and be extra careful in the work environment as not everybody at work has your interests at heart. Who was the lady who was sharing the story? I, I think it was on this show. I can't recall. But they were sharing the story that they were friends. They thought that this colleague of theirs, that they built a friendship. They were going to lunch together, everything. And when the colleague made a mistake, she helped her and helped her sort out the mistake. The day that she made a mistake and she went to the friend to be like, yo, you know, I made this mistake. In her mind, she's like, this person is going to be helping me like the last time. Jiggy Jiggy, she's been called into a meeting and got fired for that mistake. This person that you thought was your friend. Lisa says, I should have ignored my mother and carried on with studying psychology at Vits 
Worst part is that she doesn't even remember advising me against this path. Ah, but God is good. I'm doing very well in tech and I give free lessons as a coach. Isn't that funny? The reason I'm laughing is the part of she does not remember. Guys, please know our parents. Hey, selective amnesia. I never said, I never said. We know, we know. Kakako says, I should have spent more time with my late mother. Hmm. That's a tough one. Marita Oosthuizen says, never leave. I would have never left the architectural field. Sure, I'm curious to know what field you went into. Samingo says, I should have stayed in my country of origin, continued with university studies towards my desired career, being a maid, as what Sammy says in this post is tough. Everything that goes missing in the house, the first suspect is me. Mamaloko Motabo says, definitely complete my language practitioning diploma. Unfortunately, back then, we were never provided with the correct career advice. This is true, right? Um, is that career advice should, should not just be limited to these are the jobs getting paid well. This is where they're looking for young black women or this is, uh, you know, if you've got good maths and science, it's a lot deeper than that. Kay says working extra hard will not bring recognition. Managing personalities and human relations is what counts. So deep. Tabang says I should have studied teaching instead of a BCom. I wonder why. And uh, Jean says I would have started my business sooner. And Jawulani says, I would have never partnered with my then mentor on my first business venture that almost killed me. Some of your voice notes coming through on 0727021702. Hi, Rilebukhile. For me, one of the mistakes that I'll never repeat in my life is to, to be nice to, to my bosses. I think we must just do the work. And that's it. I remember um, I, I used to help help this other boss whenever he had his early flights um, in airport. I would be as early as 4 a.m. at his gate. But there came a time when I expected a promotion from him. Mm. And then he started telling me stories. And then after I had even told him how desperately I wanted to go back uh, home in Kazakhstan, but he made empty promises. Then I was like, hey, you know what? It's fine. I can't hate him, but I'll never ever do favors for bosses. Mm. Thank you. And that's a tricky one because some might say that. I mean, I have the same um, principles when it comes to clients. Where I'll say, um, it's you know, always give a little bit more than what your client paid for because they'll remember you. It does not always work. Yeah, sometimes they, 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 they are bloody fool. They make you a fool, <laughs> right? <laughs> but other times you become memorable and they book you again and they use you again because they remember, yo, this person went the, the extra mile. So it's not always, uh, the case when it comes to that. More of your WhatsApp messages, uh, that are coming through. Tembi says, underestimating myself and passing up opportunities for senior roles due to fear of failure. That is so, so valid. Hi, Rlebhile Mbali here. I'm a senior manager in government. My grandmother declared that I shall be a nurse. That has stayed with me long after her passing at 124 years. Okay. I'm not sure. If that's a typo, if you meant 124 or 104, 
I'm approaching 50 years and I still want to study nursing, though not paying much, just that I don't have the biology subject. However, I do community work via the foundation I run, which gives me so much fulfillment. Um, is there an institution that can accept my nursing enrollment without biology? Maybe somebody listening can assist. I have commerce subjects, exemption matric. I have BCom and honors degree in business management. Maybe somebody in that space can advise. So a 50-year-old who does not have biology but really still wants to go and study nursing, please do advise and help. More of your voice notes coming through. Good afternoon, This is Ramekazi. The only regret I feel at this moment in time is growing up without parents and as I was trying to stand for myself I got pregnant and I raised a son I wanted to be a social worker in the middle of things my son dropped out of school and got very mischievous after my husband passed away as I'm standing at this moment my heart is just so broken disappointed He's facing a murder case as we mm. talk after three assaults. Mm. I feel like if I could have known that before, I should have studied and be a social worker for myself. And now I regret financially, I got no assistance and I still feel like my life was put on hold for no reason. But only God knows. I feel so drained about everything. Thank you. Mm. Yeah. That's a, a very, very very tough and a, and a heavy one. Very, very tough. What I will say is the beginning of what you said in your voice note was regretting, you know, not having parents. Um, and fortunately for you, you don't have to carry regret for that. That was not your choice. And the choices that you did make led you to where you are for a reason as difficult as it is. And no one can say that if you were a social worker, for example, that your son would be in a different position. So I hope you don't feel, I hope you are able to relieve yourself of carrying the burden of being wholly and solely responsible um, for everything, including the choices that your son has made in his life. But I really, really wish you well. More of your voice notes. Good afternoon, Radio 702 and the red listeners good afternoon what i want to say is if the name of your manager get mentioned in the meeting without their present don't comment because when it get to their ears it will work against you because you don't know what it was said to him until you see him behaving unpleasantly towards him mm. number two never speak on behalf of anyone especially if it is not your job to do so because all you do you creating a bad vibes between you and the managers lastly i was always postponing because of fear and it never assist me in improving my careers my career at work so every time i want to do something to improve my career i always postpone like studying further mm until today because of fear that never assisted me thank you Mm, mm, mm. thank you for um the advice that you shared the one about the bosses hey you just never know on the whatsapp line michael kongwani from muletzani says 
Me now, I don't have any regrets. I just want to be the naked scientist. <laughs> don't we all, though, want to have that much knowledge and understanding of the world? I have to ask him. Abon Pashida will remind me. I have to ask him on Monday if he has any regrets and if he carries any burdens of knowing as much as he knows. But I think he operates just from a curious mind. Would that not be just the ultimate dreamers to be the naked scientist? Another WhatsApp message says, I should have went back to school to upgrade my matric English marks and went to varsity. Now I'm turning 27 and thinking of going back to upgrade my matric marks and go to university next year because life is throwing lemons at me right now. It really is never too late. It is not too late, guys. And that this Sipo Hotsticks went back to write his matric in his 60s. Hey? And not like night school of age. He went to class with young people. It's not too late. It's not too late. I hope you go out and do that. More voice notes. I wish I would have realized and went into business sooner and studied business and followed in my mother's footsteps. Because growing up, I used to follow my mom everywhere. When I registered in Joko she used to sell food. And it's where I got the passion. I started working selling fruits in the train as well back in the day. I think I should have just went in that route and not went and studied accounting, wasted three years of my life and not got a job in what I studied in because I only got a job in banking, which I later left because I wasn't enjoying it. Mm, mm, mm. I'm loving what all of you are sharing because all of us get to take some nuggets um, out of this. Good afternoon, uh, <laughs> your topic is so so exciting i would say exciting because i'll tell you why well with me i regret not uh, pursuing my dream of singing i've always been a singer like when i was young my mom's my mom taught me how to sing like i would sing uh, notes when my mom taught me and then i went on to i, I sang at school stuff like that until i reached much i think metric and then so i went to then i went to uh okay no wonder okay no i'll let you know later good afternoon uh, miss rm uh it was here all the way from the east end um i just want to say um on this topic uh I mean, on my side, I think I am an all-rounder. At work, when we are talking MC, I'm the MC. When you're talking about the forums, talking about the men's forums, the youth forum, um, yeah, the SG has entrusted me to to assist in every in every one of those. And when you're talking about the uh, at home. You know, when Sisekasi, there's this youth, um, what you call uh, groups that they are trying to make something out of their lives. And I'm there. And uh, I do radio as well on Sundays, uh, 12 to 3, one of those online radios. And, you know, the Prepia Corner, there's no uh, producer, there's nothing. You're the producer, you're the music, comp- uh, the music Alice, uh, Alice. selector, and then you are the host of the show. 
and um, my name on the radio is uh, Uncle Gray because I've got some greys man uh, they call them the silver fox but okay, nonetheless thank you so much man bye guys all I can say is uh, I'm absolutely loving these messages and so many more that we did not even get an opportunity to go through on the experiences um, you know, uh, Debucho was saying that this advice that came from Kandani is uh, the beginner's guide to career growth. Um, and uh, some are saying, listen, these don't all apply when you're a woman because you don't get invited to the golf course. You don't get invited to the brides. I do think times are changing a little bit. Um, I think that times are evolving. And I do think that even if you're not in a corporate space, and you're running your own business, there are some nuggets you can take from this. Another person was saying EQ in the workplace, not just for others, also for yourself. Um, and a message that I got from a friend of mine when I was asking, what do they mean about corporate politics? And he says, corporates are like Kruger National Park. They also have the big five. And you must know who those are in your company to succeed. Huh? Pashir, I think one day we need to bring someone in to talk to us, Hore. Who is the lion? Who is the elephant? Who is the this in the company and what it is that you are, are able to do? Huh? So we can educate ourselves and also get to grow. Thank you so much for all of your messages and your calls and engaging.